Hello and welcome to the Hoofbeat Chronicles, the revamped old podcast. It's coming now. And I really want to thank my listeners for sticking in with me and keep uh, downloading and subscribing. That means a lot to me. That is that is the only way to grow bigger and bolder. So welcome to another episode of the Hoofbeat Chronicles. So the other week I went to Spoga Trade Fair. Spoga Trade Fair is a trade fair in Cologne, Germany. And that is where all the cool brands are keeping contact with their clients and customers and that is also where you find a lot of innovations a lot of nice stuff to purchase for stores and uh, make good contacts and one of the trade stands that I was really uh, looking forward to see was Kingsland because they have been a little bit in the spotlight maybe for not the right reasons lately and I got a really nice invitation for their trade stand ahead of the uh, the fair so it was really nice to see their trade fair and their stand it was really nice to see their stand and what one thing that I really liked that they had there is that they had different kind of shape of uh, breeches and I have not been buying breeches for a long time so maybe this has been a really big thing for a long time but lately but I like it that you can have a little bit different body type and you can find breeches that are fitting you and uh, they come in this H shape, A shape and X shape. And for the H shape is for the narrow upper body and hip, A shape for narrow upper body and broad hips. And then you have the X shape for the ones that are more well-defined in uh, the waist and have broad hips. And this is really good because women look different, so do men. But I think in general, there might be easier for men to find breeches in a good shape because they are still a little bit more straightforward. So very great invention of Kingsland and a good program on the breeches. And one of the great inventions that I found at Spoga was a company called, forgive me if I pronounce it wrong, FR Vincitor, which was founded by Lori Williams. And Lori Williams, she's a lifelong writer and mother of a keen uh, show jumper. And she has observed firsthand multiple incidents uh, by training and competitions where the reins have um, uh, tangled up the riders. The riders have been tangled up in the reins, and which we know can create horrible, bad accidents. And personally, I also seen horses get tangled up in the reins where the rider falls off and the horse gets loose and you get the reins between the hoof and the shoe of the horse. And it's virtually impossible to get it out of there unless you have a knife and you can cut them loose. But she has invented a really amazing uh, quick release for the end of the reins. And uh, under normal riding conditions, the simple ball and socket design stays very firmly in place, giving you 100% confidence to enjoy your riding as usual. 
that is what is said in the brochure. And, you know, in the end of the reins, where they connect to this, each other on the left and the right side, you have normally a buckle, but now this is replaced with a ball and a and a grip around the ball and the socket, like a like a joint if you want, like a hip joint or a shoulder joint. So these two they are connected, and with and um, if the rider falls off and you get pressure on the reins, this ball will open up, and uh, you have one left rein and you have one right rein. And I think this is an amazing innovation and she deserves an award for this because it's so simple and so, so, so life-saving. And this whole project is uh, uh, part of the Charles Oven, you know, the helmet factory and and they have uh, a new innovation hub. This product comes via Charles Oven. It's part of their new innovation hub where they find new great innovations in safety. And I, I really, I really like this innovation. I thought it was really good. And I hope this is also something that people will pick up. The leather of these reins, there was like amazing leather. It's good quality leather. It's not like paper dry leather you have good quality leather it's a great invention and it also for sure it will be a life-saving one so i really like this product and i will put the information for this company in the show notes of this episode another great innovation at spoga was a swedish company they called safety system and safety system, they produce plastic uh, poles, or actually it's wooden poles wrapped in plastic. And everything that they do is very thought through. And it's also very easy to handle. You don't need to drag stuff, really heavy stuff. But they also had some really cool new ground poles, and they are triangular. And the because they are triangular, they are very non-sensitive to wind, because as we know... In windy conditions, a round pole on the ground can actually start rolling. But because it is triangular, it will stay on the ground. It will not take off. But even better, these poles, they are like foldable completely. You can take them in your handbag. Maybe not in your clutch, but in a normal size ladies handbag, you can fit these. And in all, they are filled with, uh, you fill them up with uh, water. And they will stay there on the ground. And they are so easy to carry. They are so easy to use. And like I said, the fact that they are triangular makes them stay on the ground. But even better, because because they are soft, they are also very good for the horses. And if a horse step on them, they will not uh, risk an injury because the material is soft. It's like hardcore uh, a cover of really strong fabric on the outside so a horse can step on these and they will stay uh, safe with their joints on their legs and the poles will stay on the ground they will not move they will not fly off easily and for the trainer and anybody else involved in a show jumping training session it is absolutely a miracle because we all know how heavy those poles are to carry around <laughs> On Tech and Gear, I found a company called Utson. Uh, sorry for pronunci- pronunciation, Utson Equestrian. 
who make really nice bridles for horses, also top quality and really chic uh, styled bridles. And I like chic styled bridles because that is a way to dress up your horse. I always was into bridles, different bridles, different bro bands. And I can see that the good old fashioned stud bro bands are coming back in fashion which I really, really, really like. They are so 80, 90s, and I I think they look amazing. You have these brass studs on the bro band. You have quality. It does not always have to be bling and crystals, and bling and crystals, it is so much of it. I went to the KVPN uh, stallion selection also a little bit over a week ago, and... In every Dutch trade stand, like there are normal trade stands, they go directly to consumers and the, the bling factor is really, really high. It's a very good side business for Swarovski and their crystals. But now at Spoga, it was a little bit more discreet. There were more like going back in fashion, going back in style, still very innovative and very good looking bridles and other leather work and that is fun to watch because we could um, all use good bridles for our horses because it makes them pretty one of my favorite companies that i met at spoga was custom boots by treadstep actually i guess treadstep but their custom boots that they had the product that was absolutely amazing quality boots. They are really chic. They, uh, I know that the Italians, they do really chic boots also, but there was something more likable, likable with Treadstep because, first of all, their representative was really, really friendly and very talkative and very easy to get information out of. And we had a really long conversation and the boots, you can get them for like six weeks. You have custom made boots that fits you and you can create different, you have different types of leather, you have different colors, you have different uh, linings that you can put into your boots on the top and they look smashing and they felt so nice. I almost grabbed one of those uh, models of the top of the boot to bring me home and just like cuddle it because it was so soft and so amazingly good leather and this is a thing when you go to a trade fair and you meet all these salespeople that there are some people i feel that they are a little bit too into themselves and their products they've been around for a really long time and they therefore they also treat people a little bit different some trade stands especially some of the italian boot stands it was really behind closed doors. You need to go into a secluded area to see their products. And I, I don't feel the need for that because it does not feel friendly and it does not make me want to explore their products anymore. I just pass by. I can see those trade stands from Pakistan and India. They are actually manufacturers of a lot of stuff that comes to Europe and North America. And I can see that they bring their customers in to a trade stand booth because they want to hide their products from competition and all that stuff. They maybe have some innovations or whatever. And yeah, that goes for all the others also. But these top brands, they, they don't need to hide behind walls because everybody, in the end, everybody will copy each other or get inspired by each other. It's just like with music or something. And... 
that is why it was so lovable to sit and talk to Treadstep because they were really friendly and they had awesome products and the boots they look amazing and they feel amazing and that's what I like when I walk around even if I'm like walking around as a media person like a representative of the media or I work around work my way around the trade stand area at the competition like a private person I want to meet friendly people I I was also disappointed when I went to KVPN's stallion curing because there were trade stands there were like stud farms and at certain times of the day uh, they were empty of people and yeah they are really big brands in breeding they have a lot of stallions but I also think they owe it a little bit to the little people like me and other normal horse people they are not a big name they owe it to us to be friendly and to have people at their trade stands to talk to people and meet people and pick up new clients because if they don't, why, why should I put my business there? Why should I use their stallions if they're not there in a trade stand, for example? And the same goes for Spoga, that there are some companies that feel like they don't feel friendly and maybe they don't need the maybe they don't need the business. I don't know. But then I also wonder why do they go to these events when it feels like they are not putting any effort into it? And one of the stands that did not put any effort into anything was the legendary helmet brand GPA. I was really shocked. They had the most boring trade stand ever. It was along a wall. It was just white, 15 helmets, tops. And the ladies there, they looked like, oh, kill me now kind of attitude. So I just passed by there. But when I passed by there, I found their neighbor. And their neighbor, they have these amazing new helmet line. And they're called Aurac, and it's a French company. And this company, it descends from uh, motor racing and uh, downhill skiing, like alpine sport and motorsport. And these helmets, oh my God, they are, they are to die for. They are so beautiful and they are so well thought out on safety and looks. And it was a real pleasure because, again, they're salespeople, they are there for a purpose and I sat down and I talked to them for a really long time and I was completely sold on the brand but I was also sold on the people behind the brand because they were so friendly and so not they were not pushy people they were friendly they were talking about their product they were selling their product without selling the product if you know what I mean and I think that is how you do great business if you are selling horse tack because those people that are not friendly, they will not sell anything. But if you are friendly and everything comes the client's way, so to speak, then you have everything won. And I really like these uh, helmets and uh, I will put uh, anything linked, anything I talk about in this podcast today, I will link it up in the show notes so you can see for yourself what you what I've been talking about. <laughs> Penelope's handbags oh my god any woman's dream absolutely amazing and Penelope is of course a French brand and I saw these handbags in a really long distance and yes I'm a woman I like handbags and in if you're a rider or into a question themed things and you want something really classy in good quality 
I think you should look at Penelope's uh, handbag collection because that was that was another kind of fashion that was a little bit unexpected to find at Spoga, even though there are a lot of companies that do sell handbags and stuff. But these these were the best handbags I ever seen. I've seen that. Uh, I believe it was Kep Italia that a couple of years ago they had some handbags and they were they were chic also but compared to Penelope's they were nothing this was absolutely top-notch super quality lovable handbags to carry around in any kind of entertainment area if you go to a horse competition or if you go clubbing you could wear these handbags on your arm because they were absolutely gorgeous and I also found a company from India and uh, I know that there are some people like tech owners show, show, shop owners there are some shop owners they don't like to go and look at the Pakistanis and the Indian uh, uh, gear because they think they are haunting them to sell and of course they are they are there to sell and that that goes for any trade stand but this year it was a while back since I was at Spoga and this year I felt they had integrated these uh, trade stands from India and Pakistan a little bit more with the others. And there was one design impacts and they had really cool interior, question themed interior, small pieces in iron. And I thought they had, re they had a good thing going for them. I think they can uh, make good sales because they were innovative and some of the things were really tacky, but some a lot of the things were actually quite nice and could fit in any equestrian-themed home. I also visited the Anki trade stand, and uh, first of all, they served me one of the best cappuccinos I had in a long time, so plus for that. But also plus for, they have made a competition shirt with long sleeves uh, that was really... The sleeve was a little bit see-through, a little bit lazy and very good for the riders because it makes them cool uh, on a hot day. And they also, they this whole idea with a long-sleeved, nice-looking shirt is that on hot summer's day when the riders are actually allowed to ride without their uh, jacket... The judges, they, they don't really want to see bare arms. They want to see people dressed up in a way. And now uh, Anki, they have come up with this amazing looking long sleeved shirt that you can have on a hot day and you still look like you are dressed up for the judges. And I think I, I love that kind of innovation. It's so simple. It's, it's so, so, so simple. But it proves that they have listened to people. They have listened to the judges. They know what the judges want to see. And yes, judges should not judge a rider on their outfit. But still, wouldn't we all want to have pre people dressed up a little bit proper? Like on a hot summer's day, you go to a bar and you get served by someone in a tank top. I don't think anybody I know would want to be served by anybody in a tank top on a hot summer's day. So why should judges have to look on people that are not properly dressed? And it is such a few minute ride on a dressage test or a show jumping test or whatever test you need to do if you can ride without your coat. So I think it's it's not a problem to dress up riders a little bit. Yeah, let them take their coat off, but still be nice and chic under the coat and you 
it, it will be a delight to look at for people watching because sometimes it's also this we want to change so much yeah it's old tradition we should we don't need it anymore but that's the whole part make it a little bit stylish make it into a fashion show i would not want to go to a competition and see people riding around in hoodies on the competition area unless it is like a training competition if it is a competition you dress accordingly you would not see those athletes running 100 meters they they wear outfits that are made for this special events and yes they are half naked but that's how they dress and that is what make them run faster and get the medals and i think it's the same with the christian sport we we should include people but i don't think we should deviate too much from the good old fashion of equestrianism because it is nice it's stylish it's chic and it's also set the sport apart that people know like oh yeah men in tights that is how people that don't know equestrian sport inside out like we do that's what they how they see it yeah men in white tights yeah but then you know it's men in white tights it has something to do with horses if we go away from that then it's only men in tights so that is not that is not so chic. So it was a lot of fun at Spoga and it was great to be back and it was great to talk to people and it was great to see all these great innovations and see good fashion and I met an influencer, I met the great Carl Hedin, Swedish influencer and writer and that was unsuspected for me because he came in a package deal with someone I knew. So, yeah, good good competition. No, good trade fair. It was nice to be at Spoga because it was a long time for me since I was there and now I had the opportunity to go and I walked around there for a day and I met a lot of cool people and walking around there also, I met a lot of people that are selling horse supplements and Here's the thing with people selling horse supplements that all of them seem to believe that their product is the best and that is good when you're selling, you should believe in your product. But a friend of mine was also at Spoga and she is uh, educated in uh, keeping horses well. She's in animal health care and she was not so impressed with all the people selling supplements at Spoga because she had asked some questions about the ingredients and the people there they could not answer the questions and here again i think if you pay that money to go to a trade fair and you are not properly into it either with like uh, blinging up your stand so it looks according to standard or if you're not into selling products so you basically hide away or you don't know your products why are you even going that, that is a little bit embarrassing. If you're selling supplements to horses, you need to know everything about these supplements so you can answer the questions. And I've seen this before. I had an old friend. She was a, She's now a doctor in biology and chemistry. And she completely crushed a representative for a feeding company at one big trade fair once because she asked some questions about... Uh, amino acids and the person behind the company could not answer one single question and I would assume that that is their job because they are selling horse feed they would know and it was a little bit same at uh, 
Spoga that these people, they, they did not know what they had in their products and they did not know why certain ingredients in the products are good for horses. So that is a little bit scary. But in all, a great event. It was great to be back. And like I said, I saw a lot of things. And I will put information in the show notes so you can visit these websites of the companies that I have mentioned. And uh, please like, share and subscribe to the podcast. And you can find it on Apple, Amazon, Spotify or anywhere else where you find your podcast. And the more you share the podcast, the easier it is for the podcast to grow. So thank you for listening and I talk to you soon. Have a good day.